You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome into the show. Happy Wednesday, May the 3rd. And today we've got a little bit of baseball. We've got only one play in baseball today in that big old slate. Uh, that's the only the only game we, we found that we like. And a few other bets for golf uh, for, today, for tomorrow, really. So we'll go over those as well. But that's what we have for today. Tomorrow will be um, NASCAR. That's what we'll do tomorrow. I wanted to do it today. I just, it's a little bit harder to get all the information together a little earlier in the week. And so that's causing some delays. But I'm curious, let me know if you if you really want these Tuesday, Wednesday, golf on Tuesday, NASCAR on Wednesday, let me know. Um, on Twitter is the best place to get me at SteadyPicks underscore Tom. And uh, I will say, our Instagram page has tons of followers and um, tons of people messaging us and commenting on everything we do. What, they don't have Twitter? Come on over to Twitter. (laughs) Now, we appreciate all the support over on Instagram at all times. We don't talk about that one as much because it does so well. It's at SteadyPicks over on Instagram. Um... You should find it no problem, but we're constantly getting waves of messages with thank yous and questions and all kinds of stuff. Uh, Ricky mostly handles the Instagram, um, and he shows me all the time all the stuff that people say. I say, man, I'm trying to get that to Twitter because that's uh, kind of my my thing, and we'll get there. We'll get there, but again, thanks everyone on Instagram, though, that that reaches out to thank us and do other things. I do see those messages, even though I only talk about Twitter, I do see them all. And, uh, I, it's just so cool. It's so cool. One of the things we've been talking about again is having a discord channel for, for everybody because the messages are too much and too overwhelming. Um, and there's really no conversation other than, Hey, you guys do great. Oh, Hey, thanks. You know, kind of that one and done interaction. Um, but I do think the Discord would be something cool to do. So, again, let me know if you think that would be awesome. And you'd like to do that, we'll try and get that uh, set up. One of the things, also, just a general update that I found interesting was uh, Vincerix. Um, who we had on the show, oh gosh, probably a year ago now. Um, 
dollars gained betting. What he went by DG betting on Twitter. Uh, he started a website right around the time when, well, before we talked to him, but it was really starting to pick up steam when we talked to him. Maybe a year ago, give or take. Uh, in his website now, he was doing golf modeling. Uh, he was doing golf previews, betting previews, writing up some information about the course, some player history. Really, really cool site. One that I used to prepare for this show, right? Because his previews were very concise and, and excellent. And so I would, you know, read those. I'd read a few others. I'd listen to stuff. And you get a good idea of what, what we need to talk about from respected people that are uh, much more in the weeds of like, you know, I don't even want to say that because I'm pretty in, I'm pretty in touch with what's going on. Um, but it's always just nice to get other perspectives and other talking points because it's not just about the knowledge. It's about right being able to talk about it in some way. So um, I'll do that. But anyway, he has now put a paywall on his website, which is fine. Um, you know, I get it. Things are not always going to be free. Nothing nothing good is ever really truly free either. And so you look at that, well, besides steady picks, of course. Ooh, how about that? <laughs> no, but, I mean, really, things don't stay free when they're really, really good, generally. And uh, he, this was his plan all along, was to eventually charge something for access to his website. And so they've revamped some things and the paywall goes up on May 1st and he is taking an absolute shit storm on Twitter. People are just piling onto him and so upset with him about uh, what he's done here and putting a paywall. And I think it's less the paywall and more the price. And on a, from a, just a business perspective, right? Because ultimately, we've gone through this with Steady Picks. Is you've got to do better market research about what people are willing to pay for said service and who the people who are following you are. And this is where I really think he missed the mark, but I think it's an interesting conversation because there was no doubt, no doubt that, uh, DG betting, Vincerix.com. There's no doubt that he was a successful golf better and his previews and his models and his bets and just his thoughts were worth something. I will not argue that. They were 100% worth some kind of dollar amount. Right? So then you start to think about it and you go, okay, well, how much? How much is that worth? Um, his pricing was quite high compared to comparatively. I'll say that, you know, it's comparatively to the rest of the industry. Because again, at the end of the day, price is kind of dependent on your current situation, right? If you, if it just all depends on your situation. So you can't say it's it's expensive or it's inexpensive because that's going to change drastically between 
two people, but you can say comparatively to the rest of the industry, it's it's rather expensive. You know, the other places that most people use go for golf stuff, Rick Run Good, Data Golf, um uh do do what's the other one? Uh, I don't know, there's one more. Even like the guys that are silly at like the tour junkies. Like I, I like listening to them sometimes for certain tournaments, but uh, they're just funny. They're not necessarily all data, all all numbers, but I think they do a good job. Um like even them they have a premium plan, it gets you in the Discord and everything else. So across the landscape of like golf betting, this is very expensive. It's twelve dollars a week if you sign up annually, or twenty dollars per week if it's just a week to week sign up. So you do twelve dollars a week times fifty two weeks of the year. It's six hundred and twenty four dollars for an annual. If you choose the annual subscription, it's six hundred and twenty four dollars. If you do $20 a week, it's $20 a week. That broken down annually is over $1,000, I think. It has to be 20 times 52. Yeah. And so you think about that, and you think about Data Golf, the other places, who are pretty much half of that, maybe even less than half of that, for an annual subscription. It's really expensive. And so on Twitter, he's been taking a lot of heat for it. A lot of people, a lot of nice-ish messages, a lot of nice messages, and then quite a few very negative ones. And it makes me sad because I liked this guy when we talked to him. I thought he was I thought he was a, a cool dude, a good dude. His story's really cool. You know, there's nothing to, to hate about him. People find a way and a reason. Um, you know, most of the messages he's gotten or things that he's he's been tagged in and you know people replying to him basically say, look, no doubt your tools are worth something and your thoughts are worth something, but it ain't 12 or $20 a week. I can tell you that. Many, many people said, hey, if it was 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 bucks a month, I'd probably sign up. Interesting. Um, And I wonder why, and I think it really just comes down to the fact that, kind of like the NASCAR conversation, people are betting outrights on golf. You're not generally betting a a lot of dollars on these outrights because you're picking guys that are 100 to 1, 80 to 1, all over the place. So if you start betting a unit on all these guys, you're going to go bust so fast betting golf. So I think when you break down, okay, maybe the the $100 unit better that's out there, he might bet 10 to call it 50 bucks on outrights, like per outright. If they pick one, like maybe some of the shorter guys, they might be close to a half a unit, kind of like I am. Some of the longer shot guys, you probably get closer down to like a quarter 
or third, something like that, right? So that's all well and good. But can you make up an $80 a month subscription betting like those kinds of sizes? Like, I don't think Adam did the math here of like how unlikely it is for somebody to win in a month paying $80 for that month to be a subscriber. I just don't know if he's betting, you know, 10 to $50 and outright. Now, if you're in a thousand dollar better and you're betting minimum a hundred bucks each outright and, you know, betting several hundred dollars on top like positional spots and so forth then, yeah, it probably makes sense. It probably makes sense. But unfortunately, what I think he failed to realize is that's a very small percentage, or that's a very small percentage of people that were viewing his content. An overwhelming majority were people betting 5 to $40 on a couple of outrights every week because they enjoy watching and betting on golf. And then they maybe do a daily fantasy lineup. And again, it it doesn't have anything to do with the betting size. Like, I actually get happy when I see people betting my golf plays and they send me screenshots and it's $5, $10, right, on each outright. That literally makes me happy because... I know that they're trying to follow some sort of bankroll structure, bankroll management structure. If they're out there throwing 25 bucks, 25 bucks, 50 bucks, like I know you're not following any kind of bankroll thing. Well, I have a, a good hunch. So, um, you know, I actually enjoy when people when people do that, but Anyway, I went on a long tangent here, but uh, I just thought it was really interesting. You know, the transition from free to being paid, the cost that he chose, and where that kind of left him now. So be curious to see how, how this goes for him moving forward. As always, I'm sure there's a lot of people behind the scenes that go ahead and happily subscribe that bet, you know, 100 bucks or 100 to 500 bucks, eh, maybe not 500, you know, 100 to 200 bucks on positions and outrights and other things. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of people that did. But uh, anyway, those are just my my thoughts there. Uh, In baseball today, uh, the model will get posted on SteadyPicks.com, no doubt about it. Um, Only one play for me today. Not a great um, day in the league for me. Just looking at the matchups and, and what we had in the the uh, numbers, I didn't find very many off market uh, prices to me. The one I am going to take though is the Texas Rangers minus one twenty at uh, DraftKings minus one twenty against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks have Brandon Fat. I'm not even sure how to pronounce that P-F-A-A-D-T. He's a rookie prospect. This is his first time pitching in the majors. 
and he's going against Andrew Heaney for the for the Texas Rangers. I have him ranked twenty eighth in the starting pitcher uh, model bullpen for the Rangers, twenty eighth and fourteenth batting against right handed pitchers, which Brandon is. Um, Arizona Diamondbacks, twenty seventh hitting against lefty, which of course Andrew Haney is. So minus one twenty, I think, is a really good price for the Rangers in this particular matchup, Brandon. Uh, with the Diamondbacks. Here's the thing. His first game pitching likely will not go deep. And if they don't go deep, they're going to bring in the 29th worst bullpen in baseball. So it's not going to get any better when they turn it over to the pen. Even if he only goes, you know, maybe three, four, five innings, I think five would be pretty generous if he makes it that far, I don't suspect he's going to pitch seven innings, quality start, you know, go off the walls here. Um, they'll probably start him out easy, three, four innings, and bring in the bullpen. And that's when things, even if Brandon is good, because I don't know, we don't have enough data on him. He's marked not available. Uh, but really what I'm banking on is a little bit of inexperience, and then they get hit him a little bit, and then they turn over to the bullpen and Texas Rangers are able to have a home run derby. That's really what we're looking for. Uh, Other plays I sort of considered um, San Francisco Giants with Logan Webb against Framber Valdez uh, with the Astros, just ultimately not, I just couldn't quite get there with how poor the Giants are hitting against lefties. Um... I think Atlanta, Miami was interesting for me for a minute. Um, Boston and Toronto, that was interesting for a moment. Alex Manoa not going straight down the starting pitching rank model. And uh doesn't look great, but I just don't like Nick Pavetta enough to, to get anything done. The White Sox are terrible hitting against uh, right-handed pitchers, which Lewis... Varlin or Louis Varlin and the twins have going today, the right-handed pitcher. So I couldn't get anything on, on them. Uh, Shohei is pitching today for the angels. They're like minus minus one forty-five ish against the St. Louis Cardinals. It almost like that just with Shohei, but we're not doing that. And yeah, other than that, just really nothing at all that that was interesting uh, to me. Not one bit. So we're going to stick with one play for today. It's the Texas Rangers. The model will be posted on uh, Twitter and on SteadyPicks.com. You can take a look, see if you uh, agree, disagree, if you have any thoughts. Of course, I love to hear them. And if you bet anything, I love to hear that too. That's going to do it for us here today. Did I give the other golf plays? Oh, my gosh. I don't think I did. <clears throat> Hold on. We'll go back and give the last uh, handful of golf plays. Other plays I made this week. Xander Shoffley on an outright, 17-1 to 1 at FanDuel. Uh, Patrick Rogers, very small bet, 110-1 to 1 on FanDuel to win. 
Tom Kim Group F on FanDuel. Plus 230. It's against uh, Wyndham Clark, Siwoo Kim, Matt Kuchar. I think he can take that group down. No problem. Uh, a matchup, Tyrell Hatton versus Jason Day, minus 104. Uh, Kurt Kitayama to make the cut, minus 144. Patrick Rogers to make the cut, minus 200. It's a big one. See Tagala to miss the cut, plus 166. See Tagala to miss the cut. So there you go. Those are all on FanDuel, strangely. That's where they were, and that's where we bet them. So uh, we'll get those posted up on SteadyPicks.com. Again, on Twitter, at SteadyPicks underscore Tom. If, if you need me for anything, please uh, rate and review the podcast. We appreciate it so much. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. We'll see you tomorrow.